8.42 on the John McComb Show, and uh, we've been playing uh, Beatles music, Paul McCartney music, for uh, all this week because Paul McCartney's coming to town on uh, April 19th and 20th, two nights at Rogers Arena, Paul McCartney's one-on-one tour. It's actually starting here uh, for the North American leg. We're giving away tickets on Linda Steele's show in the afternoon at 5.15. Tickets go on sale Monday to the general public, but you have a chance to beat the box office with Linda at 5.15 this afternoon here on CKNW. 8.42 now. The city of Vancouver tweeted uh, not too long ago that 2015 was a record year for TV and film in B.C. with 353 productions filmed, uh, well, in Vancouver for a total of 1,518 film days. Clearly, the industry is uh, back on its feet because it can be cyclical. Joining us in the studio to talk more about this and also the, the job opportunities, what kind of skills, what kind of talent it takes to work in the movie industry. Joined by uh, Sean Williamson. He's the president of Bright Light Pictures and uh, his other hat is as a producer. And you've been working 20-hour days? <laughs> not, not exactly. 21-hour days? No, I'm too old for that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we are working long, long 14, 15-hour days typically, yes. And things are good? Things are exceptional right now. Uh, ex- explain that. Put that into some context. What, what's, what's happening? Uh, clearly, the, the dollar is at play, and we, we know that. But uh, when you say things are good, how good are they? Well, it's, it's as busy as I've seen it in my 20-plus years in the industry. Wow. Yeah, at least in Vancouver. And what we've seen is we've watched the, the film projects move to other territories when they followed incentives or dollar fluctuations. Right. So now we've seen them move back to Vancouver because we are a destination that, that Hollywood wants to shoot in. So we, uh, our weather, our, our talent base, there's many, many reasons to be here. Our time zone, small in things that you wouldn't consider typically as a reason to come to Vancouver, uh, are now just amplified by the tax credit numbers and the, uh, and the Canadian dollar difference. Well, it wasn't too many years ago when we were uh, talking about the the, the industry uh, not dying, but boy, it was it was in some trouble, and there was a lot of talk about the tax credits and Ontario's giving more and all of that. And now we find ourselves in a situation where, as you say, it's as as good as it's it's ever been. Talk about the cyclical nature of the business. Well, I think that many jurisdictions years ago discovered that the the uh, the different incentives that the Canadian government had put in place were uh, a great incentive to draw work to it, what Hollywood used to call runaway production. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, uh, so really certain states in the United States put huge credits in place, Louisiana, Georgia, for a period of time, Michigan. Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw a huge loss of work to those areas. Uh, A number of years ago, Ontario and Quebec put a very, very large credit in place to try to draw work there. And we saw a, a, a huge drain of of jobs and work from British Columbia to all those jurisdictions. Right. And BC, there was pressure on the BC government, I remember, to to increase the, the tax credits, and they said no. I think that surprised a lot of people. It, it surprised us, but they turned out to be right. And so they, they told us on and off the record that we felt that they, we had a sustainable number and something that the government could, could deal with that was enough to attract business. Mm-hmm. In the short term, they weren't correct. In the long term, they were. How big a deal, how big is the industry when it's uh, like like today when it's hitting on all 8, 10, or 12 cylinders, depending on the size of your car? How, how, how important is it? How much money is generated? Uh, well, there's billions that come into the province. 
the uh, our company alone right now is we're in production on five different projects, and because one of them has a very large build, we have about nine hundred employees on shows affiliated with us working today. Just your studio. So that's just our company, our our production company. Wow. So you look, and we don't do the huge shows, and there are massive shows like you know Power Rangers and such shooting here that are employing hundreds and hundreds of people on one show. Um, what kinds of uh, talent do does the movie industry attract? Because when you when you stand back and look at it, uh, the, there are any number of trades that are involved in making a movie. Any trade you can that you would use in construction works in our industry. We have glaziers, plumbers. Uh, and things that are, are really uh, trans- fully transmittable skills, transferable skills from construction. We also have highly technical uh, crew like special effects who do controlled explosions and blood hits and things for bullets and things that are very unique skills that are very particular to our industry. The camera local, the, the, the guys that work within the camera department, are incredibly highly trained people that, that yeah. really don't have transferable skills into other industries. So, and then actors can work in theater and, and live events and such, but really make their money in film and television where they are making four to five times what they'd make in theater. The thing that's amazed me about watching, uh, uh, being somewhat familiar with the movie-making process over the years is that these days when a, a major motion picture comes out, and if it has any, any special effects at all, the number of people who are actually employed to make that movie, they must run into the, well, certainly hundreds, if not thousands of people. When you watch those credits roll by for five or six minutes, it's like, wow. Well, visual a, effects a, departments are huge. And, yeah. the, and another highly skilled area. Uh, and all of the American studios are now, the visual effects studios are opening offices up here. So Sony, I think, are in your building. They're just right downstairs. Yeah, 400 yeah. employees or thereabouts for one, one company. And these are full-time jobs that stay here, and they do work not only on shows that are produced here, but shows that are produced around the world. So those, again, are highly paid, highly uh, educated jobs that, mm-hmm. that uh, have now all begun to relocate here. Tell me about, um, as an example, uh, Ryan Reynolds was here not uh, too many months ago filming Deadpool. It's in the movies now. It's doing very, very well. Um, there was... Nah, I don't know if there was a debate, but I think there was a maybe a tad bit of grumbling about shutting down one of the uh, uh, causeways uh, to allow the film to be made, and, and he tweeted that how appreciative they were. And and people sometimes say, well, you know, the, the movie trucks are parked in front of my house, and blah blah blah. But that really is part and parcel of making movies in Vancouver and and around BC. I mean, it's just. It is what it is, as they say. Well, the, the trucks are an integral part of what we do. And having to shut down bridges or viaducts when you're doing a very large special effects scene are also part of what we do. Yeah. But that also leaves money. That The huge permit fees for the city. We employ large numbers of off-duty police officers to help control traffic. And uh, we may have trucks in front of somebody's house for a day or a week. But we leave, ideally, cleaner and and better than when we arrived. So we have people constantly throughout the day cleaning the neighborhood, doing things, and we're leaving money in the neighborhood. So, yes, we're an inconvenience, but from at least my perspective, not as much of an inconvenience as construction or things that sit for months and months and months, shutting rows down. We go in for a very temporary period of time. It's interesting to me that um, when when we've had a a couple of times, we've had, uh, I guess, location directors come by and knock on the door and say, you know, we're, we're going to be shooting in the neighborhood. You know, we'd like to, can we look at your kitchen? 
And so they come in and take pictures of the kitchen and then they go away. And it, to me, it's just, I mean, it's as simple as that. You have people out there who are constantly looking for locations and places and how's this going to fit and, and all of that. And it's, uh, it, it really, to me, is, is quite remarkable just the amount of, of, of uh, time and effort, thought and process that goes into making one of these. Well, the planning on that, you're scouting the locations and finding things, as I said, knocking on your door, hoping that that you have something in your house that might work for the show creatively, that they're tying to other elements within your location, I'm sure. They likely weren't going to your home just for that one kitchen. Right. But they probably had a larger location nearby, and you're looking to find other other, uh, elements that you can shoot in that neighborhood so that you're not moving the trucks, you know, two or three times a day. So with that, we're hopeful that, that that leaves money spread throughout the neighborhood. We're talking uh, with Sean Williamson. He is uh, the CEO of um, Bright Light Pictures, president of uh, Bright Light Pictures. He's also a producer, and as you heard, the company has five uh, shows in production right now. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the future of the industry uh, as an employer and also as a uh, well, what's become a, a major uh, part of the B.C. economy and where he sees things going. Much more coming up here on The John McComb Show. 855 CKNW and the John McComb Show. We're talking with Sean Williamson from Bright Light Pictures about BC's film and uh, TV industry. Uh, you were involved in the uh, making of uh, the interview with James Franco and Seth Rogen. Has uh, Kim Jong-un been in touch at all? <laughs> no. No, I haven't heard from anybody from Korea directly. <laughs> we did have some internet issues. Did you? And uh, Yeah, we were shut down for a few days. And uh, we did deal with the FBI and Sony Security on oh, did you? a number of things. Yeah. They, uh, no, I don't think that they were particularly interested in me. <laughs> Let's talk about um, uh, the future of this business in BC. And we mentioned earlier about it being somewhat cyclical because of what happens with the dollar and what have you. But is, is it is an industry that, that is going to stay and is going to, to prosper and flourish in BC, do you think? At various levels, it will always be here. And uh, at a par dollar and no tax credit, we would still have an industry at some level. It would just be hard to see what, I mean, if, if it were to become an evil, even playing field across North America, we would stay probably as competitive as we are, as we are right now. People want to come here. And when Vancouver sort of began to grow as an industry hub, it started before there was any tax credit, but the dollar was in the 60 cent range, 65 right. cent range. And people came here for the exchange gain. And now there, I mean, we hear this all the time that there are very skilled crews. We have uh, have actual studios. Uh, there is a, a a pretty solid foundation uh, for a business that uh, I guess it's maybe just the nature of the business that it's it goes up and down. It is. It's very cyclical by nature, typically. Just even in and when things are green lit, we're in the middle of pilot season right now, so the the major television networks are all shooting their pilots. There's probably 10 or 15 in Vancouver, but they shoot over typically three weeks. Then you'll see a, a drop in production. Right. So there's that. But also as, as Hollywood looks to follow whatever incentives and advantages they can get internationally, they now look to New Zealand and Australia and Ireland, areas that typically weren't considered 10 years ago because it's such a competitive world for them now Mm -hmm. that they're looking for any opportunity to help mitigate their costs. And it really is a portable industry, isn't it? It's entirely fluid. So I've shot movies on pretty much every continent uh, except the Antarctic. And we've gone, we follow, we've brought our own movies to other jurisdictions. We've taken movies we developed uh, within British Columbia 
and shot in Winnipeg because there were advantages to shooting there. Right. And that's true around that. We've done the same in Singapore and Australia and Eastern Europe. And I appreciate you coming in this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you Thanks. for your time. Thank you. Sean Williamson, Bright Light Pictures. He's the president. He's a producer. And he's putting in some long days. But that's okay because he likes it. Because his company is busy. And that's all anybody can ask for, right?